from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And thank you so much for being a part of the show inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios. And, of course, we are here with you on Facebook Live as well on Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT. Hope you're having yourselves a good morning and hopefully all is going well in your neck of the woods wherever you're at. We have seen that Syracuse has not only uh, ramped up their recruiting here as time is going by, they're not any slouch by any stretch of the imagination and one of the players that they have sent an offer out to is wide receiver slash a hybrid Kendall Long who is coming with us yet again from the state of South Carolina. A lot of Syracuse work in the state of South Carolina and so we are here with Kendall today to speak with him about his recruitment, what's going on, getting the Syracuse offer, and so much more. And very proud to have him here on the show. So without further ado, we're going to bring him in to the broadcast to get his take on what's going on, as well as how he's doing in this uh, new kind of wave of life that we have right now. So Kendall, how's everything going this morning? Everything's going good. Thank you. How about you? I'm doing well. And, and you and I talked about it a little bit off the air, but I mean, how are you kind of navigating the waters of, you know, how the, how this world is right now and, you know, just how you handle it? Because, I mean, you're you're a young kid and, you know, there's people that, I mean, this is something that nobody's ever experienced. So you experiencing it at your age, I mean, somebody experiencing it at 80 or 90 years old and everything in between, this is new to everybody. So we're all kind of going through it together. How have you been handling it so far? Um, really it's a day by day thing, just like looking at the news and trying to check up and see the statistics and everything, stuff like that. But really it's just me doing schoolwork every morning and trying to do workouts at home and stuff like that to stay in shape for football. But when we get back and trying to get to the field as much as I can to keep on uh making myself better and stuff like that for my team. So we look at, you know, like you said, trying to make yourself better, trying to do what you can to elevate your game and doing your schoolwork at home as well. I wanna to go to the school side of it. And just, you know, what your take has been from, from that respect, just uh, what life has been like trying to do schoolwork online. I mean, all, all schools across the country have, you know, gone to completely online. How different is that for you? And just how are you handling it? Do you feel like you can you can truly learn that way? Or, or what, what can you say about it? I mean, I feel like you can learn that way because I've been doing online classes in the past, like speed up my um, high school uh, my high school experience so I can like graduate early if I need to for to get to a uh, university or college and online school is really not that bad to me because it's self-paced well our school is self-paced and stuff like that so we can just work on it when we need to um, work on it and everything's due by Friday so as long as we get it done by Friday we're all good so for you I mean adjusting to it you said it's self-based go into that a little bit more um well our teachers just give us assignments and it's not like due like in a certain amount of time just to get it done darn near like firm due dates so really just get it done when you can get it done and get it turned in so it'll get, I mean, it'll get great and stuff like that it's kind of like structured learning 
So, you know, having that kind of uh, unstructured type of learning where, like you said, they, they just tell, you, you know, have it done by Friday or whatever it may be, but there's no like, you got to do this Monday, you got to do this Tuesday. Does that help you to make this transition? Because that's how school already was. So, I mean, do you feel that having that type of, you know, unstructured learning kind of helps when you're at home now? Do you feel like that that kind of maybe assisted in the transition a little bit? I feel like it does because our school, it's not like a regular um, uh, school schedule. We run like a flex my schedule more like the college. So we are already like on our own trying to do stuff on our own, like uh, managing our time and getting work done on our own time. So with us being at home, just having to do it at home, it makes it a lot easier because we're already like used to it because our school set us up to be like this. So speaking here with uh, Kendall Long, wide receiver, recruit uh, nationally here, hailing from South Carolina. Uh, Kendall, for you to, to look at that, like you said, your school kind of functions more like a college, helps to prepare you a, a little bit earlier, which I find to be very interesting. Uh, for you, as far as going through this, like you said, it helped the transition because your school functions more like a college. It helps you when everything kind of happened here. When coronavirus and all this stuff started to really come through the pipeline and people didn't know how serious it was, bring me into how quickly things changed at your school, how quickly you know, where you are in South Carolina really just kind of, you know, changed? Did it happen? Did it feel like it happened overnight? Was it more like of let's monitor this and then, you know, gradually it happened? How quickly do you feel like life changed down there? Well, like the week before, we were monitoring and we got out on Wednesday before and then we thought we were going to come back Monday because we had like a two, um, we had Thursday and Friday off, like just a regular break and it really happened overnight because when we got a phone call Sunday night saying that we were out of school and we were going to be back until April 15th. And then it really just like affected everybody because nobody was expecting it. Even though we've been watching it over the news and stuff like that, but we didn't really think school was going to get canceled. So it happens, you know, all this stuff comes around and, you know, we are where we are and people going through it all over the world. How do you feel like life has gone for you? How would you describe it right now? I mean, like I said, you're a young kid going through all of this, so... What's life been like for you, and, and how do you assess the situation? Um, I mean, it's kind of boring, but it's also kind of, like, relaxing at the same time because I'm not pressured as much since I'm not in school, and everything's, like, flexible when it comes to school now, so I can get stuff done on my own time, and I'm not, like, forced to do things at a certain amount of time. As long as I get it done, I'm good. And as far as me working out and stuff like that, it gives me more time to get better at football and stuff like that on my own time. I have more time to do things that I like to do. So for you, I mean, we're kind of all, it feels like we're all on house arrest in a way. So what do you do at home? What keeps you busy? I know you said you like working out and whatnot, but, you know, bring me into a typical day. You do the show with me this morning, and then what do you do for the rest of the day today? <laughs> um, I mean, after this, I'll probably go take a shower. After that, usually, um, I'll do schoolwork for about three, four hours. And then I'll probably watch TV or get on the PS4 with my friends and stuff like that. And I'll eat and really just relax for the rest of the day if I don't go work out or anything. So you said you play the PS4. We're talking here with Syracuse offeree and, and also and uh, we'll talk about your other offers as well. Kendall Long, wide receiver and hybrid 2021 college football recruit hailing from South Carolina. You said you get on the PS4 with your friends. That's something that you did before all of this happened. And so obviously you continue to have that, which is a way to connect with people even when you can't be in the same room. So what are you playing on the on the PS4? What's What are the top games that you have? 
Um, either I play 2K or GTA or UFC. That's really that I that's some of the games I play all day. Really. What's your What's the What's your favorite game? Uh, oh, I can't really pick because it's like all different type of genre. I mean, genre games. So when I feel like you know, just like doing somebody up, I play 2K or UFC or GTA. When I feel like I don't know, just being reckless, I play that. So for you, you kind of just—I mean, it goes with the day. Which one you want to do? Which one are you the best at? What's What's the one that nobody should go up against you in? I mean, in my opinion, I feel like I'm the best at all of them. And if anybody tries to go up against me in it, uh, I'm saying they can just get to work. All right, fair enough. Well, I mean, you know, you got to speak if you if you. If you don't think you're the best, why do it? Is kind of how I look at it. So that coming from uh, Kendall Long here this morning, Kendall, your recruitment obviously is is continuing on through all of this, and coaches are getting creative, and I think they're being very productive, in my opinion. So bring me into your recruitment. What was the first school that offered you? Um, Georgia State was the first uh, school that offered me. And so when when you go back to that offer, bring me into that. Bring us into the room. And and let us let us kind of share that moment with you. Where were you? What were you doing? How did you get? You know the uh, how how did it all come to you? How did the information come your way? Because I I definitely would like you know the people listening in and watching to relive that moment with you. Well, Coach Seth came in like two or three weeks prior to when he offered me. He was just like checking me out, checking my butt handling skills and stuff like that. He actually came in the morning to see me work out, and then it was three weeks later around the time. And then I was on break for the rest of the day because I didn't have any more classes. And then one of my coaches called me to his office, and then he said that um, a coach wanted to talk to me. I wasn't sure what about. But then he called him on the phone, and the coach said, we were talking to me, stuff like that, checking up on me. And then he had said that they uh, had offered me. And during that moment, uh, I was lost for words because it was my first offer, and I was like, seeing things, uh, like seeing all my work finally pay off, that was, that was big for me. So you get that offer from from Georgia State, and you know that your hard work has paid off. You know that you've you finally gotten to a place in your life where you know this 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 childhood dream is going to be a reality. What did that do for you in that moment? That moment that you knew this is real, this is going to happen. I'm going to play college football. Um, at that point, I realized that I just need to work even harder. So I can be, so I can be the best I can be in college too, and also just like stay level headed and make sure I'm like like getting hyped up or anything around school or anything like that. Just stay the same person I've been, be I mean same, stay the same, stay the same person and keep on doing what I've always been doing, and then more will come. Is it hard to do that? Is it hard to you know not maybe buy into your own hype a little bit or, or be feeling yourself? I mean, do you feel like it's it's a difficult thing to do, or have you always just been a humble guy and you know you got excited in the moment and then just said you know I'm gonna appreciate this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna move forward. I mean, do you find it difficult to stay humble when you finally get that offer, or is that something that's easy for you? Um, not really. It's something that's easy to me because like I'm not really want to like brag or boast about myself. But when I like in a moment, whenever I see stuff pay off, I get happy about it. But like, after that, I'm just I'm just on the same track and keep on doing what I'm doing. So we look at your game, Kendall, and, and some schools are looking at you for a hybrid summit at wide receiver. What what schools are, are looking at you strictly as wide receiver, and what schools are looking at you hybrid-wise? Hybrid, it would be Akron and Georgia State, and then for wide receiver, it would be App State, Georgia Southern, uh, Syracuse, ECU, Coastal, and yeah, that's it. 
So there, you know, what would you like to play? You know, when you look at that, you know, the the hybrid position, maybe including the tight end and whatnot into that. Uh, you know, there has been. I mean, that used to be a part of the old offense at Syracuse, but now, you know, with, like you said, with Syracuse and a bunch of schools, it's strictly wide receiver. With Georgia State and Akron, it's a hybrid position. Which one are you more excited about? Does it matter to you? Um, it doesn't really matter to me as long as I'm in the offense and being able to make big plays and have my team out help us get the wins. I'm fine with whatever it is. So your best assets, speaking here with 2021 college football recruit Kendall Long out of the state of South Carolina. Kendall, what would you say are your best attributes? What is it about your game that you feel like are your top your top pieces, your pillars, the things that, that you really think uh, make make your film pop to uh, coaches when they're watching it? Um, first, I'll say, like, my blocking because I just, like, really enjoy blocking and making big plays for my teammates and stuff like that. And also just, like, my determination when I get the ball because like, when I get the ball, every uh, my team is to score every single time. And I'm not going to go down easy without a fight. So when that happens, I just try my best to get to the end zone and make a big play for my team. So you have that on that side as far as attributes. Where's the area of work that you want? What what can you point to to say in your game you really want to work on the most at this point? Um, really my agility and like lateral movement because I can move pretty good, but I can be better. And the better I get at that, the more better all-around player I would be. That coming here once again from... Kendall Long here with us this morning as we continue on with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We appreciate you being here inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. Kendall, for you to go through this recruitment, like you said, Georgia State and Akron kind of have a unique way, but everybody else looking at you as a wide receiver. What schools stick out to you right now? I, I know that you got a few offers. You brought them up, you know, Akron, App State, Coastal Carolina, ECU, Georgia State, Syracuse. What are your thoughts on your offer so far and just what your overall take is about your recruiting at this point? Um, I like all my offers right now, like they're all on the table. Just because like the relationships that me and the coaches build, if not like if you don't talk every day, we talk multiple times a week and just the the relationship that me and the coaches build is uh, pretty strong. So I can't like really lean one way right now. They're all like pretty even. For you, let's I mean, when you say you can't really lean to any school right now, I'd love to go down the line and kind of just get your take on any connection that you have with them or maybe the coaches you're connected to or maybe your thoughts overall. So uh, we'll start with App State. What do you like about Appalachian State? What what can you tell me about them and their connection to you? Well, I went to um, a football game, and when I, went to the, when, I, when I went there, I liked the atmosphere and everything and just how the coaches and the players handled themselves and stuff like that. And at that point, I realized, like, I can see myself playing here. And then me and Coach um, Coach Watson, Coach Washington, have been in contact since then. Like, they actually came out to my school and talked to me and stuff like that. We've just been in contact, you know what I'm saying? Like, checking up on each other, having regular conversations and stuff like that. And then last week, they had called and they had offered me. And it was kind of big for me because I could see myself playing there. And it was, like, that was actually an offer I was looking towards. I mean, looking forward to so you said this was an offer that you were looking forward to. Why Why were you looking forward to the offer? Was it just the, like you said, the atmosphere and the way that you felt when you were there? Yeah, so like just the atmosphere and like the campus overall, everything that they had to offer, I liked what they had to offer. So that for App State coming from Kendall Long this morning. What about Coastal Carolina? What do you like about them? I haven't been down there yet, 
But so far with Coach Washington, we've built up like a really strong bond. And so far what he's been talking about and what he's been teaching me, I really like what he had to offer too. So I'm going to get down there and visit and see what else he had to offer me. So you said you wanted to, to go and visit that. Coach Washington and you have, have built a, a strong bond. What can you say about his personality or maybe what he's brought to the table that's created such a strong bond with Coastal Carolina? Um, Just him as a person because, like, he's been telling me, like, morals and stuff like that. He tells his players and stuff like that. And I like just teaching something. What he teaches to his, his receivers is not all about football. He also teaches about life. So, And I feel like a coach that can teach you about life and football So you have that from him, and you have that that connection with teaching you about life and football, which is awesome. Uh, East Carolina, another Carolina school. What do you like about East Carolina? What can you tell me about them? I went there too for a fall game, and the atmosphere was just off the chain. Like I loved everything about it, and I've been in contact with Coach Sam. He's a funny dude and a funny guy, and we also built like a strong relationship. We talk multiple times a week about just the atmosphere and stuff like that, and having little conversations and. I really like him too. So you said Coach Sims and you, he, he's a funny guy. He's a cool guy. What could you say about his personality and maybe when you guys first started to connect? Um, at first, he was kind of like, well, I saw him my first time seeing him was at um, the fall game. And he looked kind of like fireman and mean, but that's kind of fine. I mean, that's fine coming from a coach. Make sure like they're going to hold me accountable to what I do and stuff like that. And then when she started texting over the phone and stuff like that, I saw him. The person he really became to, he's like family oriented. He's um strict. I mean, he sticks to a plan and stuff like that. And I like that from him because I feel like I'm the same way. So you had the opportunity for you know for for you know ECU and, and App State and whatnot to go and see a game. How important is it for you to to go to these schools and get up there for the game atmosphere? Because you've mentioned a couple of them that you got to be there for. How important was that for you in your recruiting? I mean, it was very important because I can get up there and check out like, the process that the players go through and, uh, before a game and just check out the atmosphere from like a field standpoint and see the crowd uh, erupt when they come out and everybody's just loud and yelling their names and stuff like that. Between App State and East Carolina, what had the better experience? Did you feel like one felt better, was different? How would you describe them? Uh... Well, both of the atmospheres are, like, pretty much the same. Like, both crowds were on and stuff like that. But at App State, it was raining, and it was cold, and the fans were still out there. So, I mean, like, that stood out to me because the fans were loyal like that, ready to be on those conditions, and then to be out there uh, supporting the team, that meant a lot. You know, and East Carolina is a team that I've covered for the last at least seven years uh, with the American Athletic Conference. I knew, you know, I knew all their coaches, Ruffin McNeil to Scotty Montgomery, and now what they have with Mike Houston. Do you feel that East Carolina is an up-and-coming program? Do you do you see something good in what they're doing on the field? Yes, sir, most definitely, because um, one of the uh, quarterbacks that we played against last season, he's going in, and he's a really good player. And also the receivers that East already has in the offense, like, they're very explosive. And I can see them coming up in uh, the near future. So I feel like they're on their way up, too. I like that about him. So we look at each of these and, like you said, kind of breaking it down and, and taking a look at these schools and, you know, your interest in them and your connection to them. It sounds like you built good relationships with the coaches. How important is that now more than ever? I mean, obviously it's always important to have a good relationship with a coach and to have a connection with a coach, but 
when you can't physically go to the school and you can't visit right now, how important is it for you to build these relationships and have these and just kind of what it means to you that the coaches are still reaching out to you when they can? Um, it's very important to me because I feel like if I can't connect with a, a coaching staff, then it's not really a place for me. But since I am, I feel like I can just uh, what's I can just like uh, connect with the coach and stuff like that, and it makes me feel like more like at home. And it makes me feel like better about this school and stuff that they offer. And if they're like reaching out every day and stuff like that, I see that they're really invested in me and stuff like that. So once I get up there, it's not gonna be anything different. It'll just be like the bond that we established and we just on the team performing for them. And then the other school that offered you, speaking here with 2021 college football recruit hailing from South Carolina, wide receiver and hybrid player Kendall Long. Uh, Kendall, Syracuse just offered you recently. What can you tell me about Syracuse? Oh, uh, that's probably the biggest offer I got. That was, uh, um, that was a really good time because it was my first pound five slash ACC offer. And once I got that, that, uh, that I was locked to worry too because that was my first pound five um, offer. And just to see all my work pay off, for me to be for that to be my first time for um offer that meant a lot like a lot like so you got that you know first power five from Syracuse bring me into it when you get that you know you you had a bunch of offers that had come through and you had you know obviously Georgia State being the first one and you know other schools that had 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 obviously reached out to you we still have to talk about Akron as well but when Syracuse offered you and you got your first power five what did that do for you and just bring me into that moment for you because I'm sure that that was special um it was like I really didn't know what to think that moment because it was like almost like too weird to be true just to see like what God has done for me, has done for me in my life and stuff like that, and for me to get this power five offer from like Syracuse, it meant a lot. And uh, really, just I was just lost in that moment because it was like, and like in a way, I just got this offer from power five school, and I'm really gonna be like on TV playing uh, college football for a big school and a big university like this. So did did Syracuse kind of you know jump? I know you said everybody's got to got an opportunity for you and, 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 you know, that your recruitment's open obviously right now, but does Syracuse have a special place? Do they have a, a leg up because it's power five? How do you see them in that respect? Uh, they definitely do because they're power five. And also I just built a strong relationship with Mr. Bartow. I actually FaceTimed him uh, last week or two weeks ago. He's just a funny guy. And he was saying how he's going to get me up there to um, visit once everything clears up. And I just like his personality and coach Lustig. Uh, he's a nice guy too. And I like the way he operates, so I just want to get up there and visit and see everything that he have. So you want to get up to Syracuse and visit, and you feel like the personalities there with the coaches have obviously stuck out to you. Like you said, Syracuse has a special place because, you know, it's a Power 5 school, and because of your relationship with the coaches, if you were to get a bunch of Power 5 offers tomorrow, would Syracuse still hold a special place to you? Would you still want to come visit? Yes, sir, it definitely would because that's my first um, profile offer. That's the first school that invested in my future and gave me a chance and believed in me. So they would definitely have a uh, foothold in my recruitment. So no matter what, when this this clears and you're able to come visit, you intend to come up and visit Syracuse? Yes, sir.
So a positive there for the Syracuse fans that are tuning in here. We know that the offense likes to go fast. We know that we like to air it out. And, and you know, I've, I've obviously been covering this, uh, this Syracuse team for a very long time and uh, know a lot about uh, what they're doing and how they're going about it, especially offensively as their defense is shifting this year. So what do you like about Syracuse's offense? Um, I don't really know that much, but my coach told me a little bit because he's from New York. And just like the speed of the offense and how they just like pound and pound and pound, I like I like that because I don't like um like giving up, not like giving up, but like slowing down. I just like, I like all gas, no brakes, just keep on going, keep on going until you get what you want. For you, how, how would you describe yourself in an offense like that? Like you said, you're working on different things. We talked about your attributes and the, and the places where you want to, you know, obviously work on some things and whatnot. But what can you tell me about you going, let's say you're in Syracuse's offense, you're playing in the offense today. What makes you lethal? What makes you dangerous in an offense that's high-powered, that wants to run as many plays as possible and air it out when they can? Where are you dangerous on the field? Where should we look out for you? Well, my opinion, I'm a very explosive player. So I feel like in that type of offense, there's plenty of chances to make big plays. And that's what I like to do, make big plays and like for the crowd and stuff like that. So with plenty of chances like that, I feel like I would be good in the offense. For you, like you said, Syracuse has a place you want to come up and visit. Syracuse, uh, I want to get to Akron as well. Uh, what can you tell me about Akron, the only other team that we haven't spoken about here that's given you an offer? Uh, we spoke about it, uh, you know, really not at all yet. So what's your take on the, the Akron Zips, and, and what do you think about them? Um, They were my second offer, and I've been in contact with Coach Cook from up there. But besides that, I haven't really, um, really haven't been in contact with it and stuff like that. But I've also been... Uh, in contact with somebody else from there, like the student relationship, relations uh, person, and he's been sending me like stuff from there and how they operate and stuff like that. Nothing like serious or in depth. So you have Akron, App State, Coastal Carolina, East Carolina, Georgia State, Syracuse. Do you have a dream school? You're in South Carolina, so uh, you know, is it the Gamecocks? Is it Clemson? It, did you already get your dream school offer? Do you have? I mean, is there somewhere? else that you would love to hear from what can you say as far as is there a school that you would just whether you would go there or not is there a school that maybe since you were a kid or maybe more recently has just stuck in your mind that you hope offers you um it would be between either alabama or georgia just like growing up and seeing them play and their play style like i've got addicted to it and i just like everything that uh coaches do and how the offensive runs and how like the receivers there, they're just like off the chain. They're like unguardable. So I just like that. And I feel like if I got out from there, like that would mean a lot to me too. So let's say, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. It's because I'm growing up and just seeing them play stuff like that. And Alabama is like my favorite team, actually. So let's say Alabama or Georgia offers you. Does that automatically take everybody else off the table or what happens? At that point, I would weigh out my pros and cons and see if they have my major and stuff like that. And if they don't, it's have like a nearby institute where I could study my major. So for you, the, obviously the gameplay on the field is going to be paramount and that's going to be important to you. And if they have your major, that even better for you. So if they were to offer you, if that was to happen, if Alabama said tomorrow, hey, we want you here and they had your major, 
are you still going to visit other schools or is that it for you? Yes, I'll still go visit other schools and see what they have to offer and check out the atmosphere and stuff like that. Fair enough. Well, I appreciate your honesty in that answer. And as we speak here with Kendall Long, 2021 wide receiver and hybrid out of South Carolina who has an offer from Syracuse. I do want to, before we play rapid fire, kind of have some fun with that. I do want to have one more point here on Syracuse. They're your first Power 5 school. You said they'll always hold a special place to you. Uh, What do you think about where they're at? I know you said you don't know too much about their offense, but is this a school you could see yourself at? I know you haven't come up to visit yet, but based on what you know and the connections that you've had and the relationships that you built, is Syracuse a viable option for you, in your opinion? Yes, sir, definitely is towards the top of my list just because, like, the offense they run and the type of player that I am and seeing everything they had to offer and the relationship that I built between uh, personnel, I could definitely see myself there. Coming from Kendall Long here this morning. All right, Kendall, well, it's time to jump away from football for a second to play some rapid fire. I'm going to ask you questions that have nothing to do with football. And with all due respect and and giving back to you, you're going to do the same. I have no idea what you're going to say. You have no idea what I'm going to come with in this. So are you ready to play rapid fire? Yes, sir. All right, perfect. So I'm going to let you have the first question. You can ask me anything in the world whenever you're ready. Go ahead. Um, What's your favorite food? My favorite food. Well, I got asked a similar question, so I'm going to say, I did say pizza that time, but if I had to choose, what was my favorite food? I'm going to pick something different. I really like breakfast, so I think, like, if I if I was on, like, death row, which hopefully never, Kendall, if I'm ever in trouble, come get me, okay? But if I, if, if I was ever on death row, I would have to have, like, a seven-course uh, <coughs> seven breakfast i would have to have like french french toast uh, blueberry pancakes chocolate chip pancakes bacon uh, eggs over medium there you know i'm a big breakfast guy and i could eat breakfast any day uh you know really any point in the day i would say so uh that's why i like cracker barrel because they serve it all the time so um i would definitely say i'm a i I would pick breakfast of some sorts probably a big breakfast so I'm going to add, going off of that, what's your favorite restaurant? What's the restaurant you miss most right now since we can't go out and sit down at a restaurant? What's the one you miss most? Uh, probably Miyabi's. It's like a Japanese steakhouse, and I don't know. I'm just addicted to um, Japanese food. Like I'm in love with it. That's probably my favorite food. So Miyagi's is the one that you miss. Is that say is that a local place to in South Carolina or is it a chain? Um, I think it's a chain, like a small chain, not like nationwide. Maybe like in the south, southeast. All right. So you so you miss Miyagi's Japanese food more than anything right now. Can you order takeout? And, and I mean, can are they open for takeout or are they closed completely? Um, I think they're closed completely. Well, that's just a damn shame. So, what's your what's your second question for me? What do you got for me, Kendall? Um, where's the farthest place you traveled? The farthest place I've traveled, I would have to say, in the country, it was to the Midwest, probably to Houston. And well, let, let me let me see since. See, you're in school right now, and I don't have to look at maps anymore. So if I look at if I look at a U.S. map, I have to I have to reacquaint myself and ask myself if this really is the farthest I've been. So let's see let's see what we got here. So I would say it's probably got to be 
I would I would venture to say it's got. Let's see. Have I been to Kansas? Uh, I've been no. I've been to Omaha, Nebraska. So I would say probably probably Omaha in in the states, and then out of the states, Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Yeah. So I'm gonna go off of that one. What what are so coronavirus clears? We're all able to travel again. What place do you go to in the United States that you've never been? And then second part to it, what place do you go overseas that you've never been? Uh, I'll probably go to, uh, in the country, probably, um, Miami. Okay. It's good by the beach and stuff like that in the atmosphere. And it's the same as fun. And out of the country, I'll probably go to, um, uh, Germany. All right. Why Germany? Oh no. Um, I have a family relative. She's from Germany, and from my point, I started taking German at uh, school and stuff like that. So we me learning German, her being my relative, I just want to go over there and check it out. And how she described it, it just seemed like a nice place. And there's a speed limit, so I can speed on the road all the time. All right. Fair enough. So you would go to Miami, and then you'd be on the autobahn in Germany, where you can go over a hundred miles an hour. So you're excited about that. Yes, well, I mean, if you do it on the field, might as well do it in the car. Just be safe. And uh, my, what's your, what's your, I'll give you one more here. What's your last one for me? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? If I could have a superpower, what would it be? I would say that my superpower would have to be, uh, it, it changes. I, I, I Flight and teleportation. I, I love, uh, I'm very connected, have a connection with, uh, you know, angels and all that. So I would want to have some angel wings to be able to fly. I would like to teleport, so those are two. But to pick one in the here and now that's that's pertinent to everything that's going on, uh, not that those aren't, but I would love to have the healing power, and I would love to be able to heal um, anybody that I either prayed for or touched. That'd be pretty cool. If I could pray for the world, and then we could heal it. So I would, uh, I would definitely say that I would be a healer and not only get rid of the coronavirus, but I'd get rid of cancer and AIDS and malaria and a lot of things that unfortunately affect people um, consistently throughout history. And I'd, I'd get rid of the flu too and, and all that good stuff. So if I could have a power right now, it would be to heal. My last one for you, Kendall, is if you were the president of the United States today, what would be your message to the country and to the world? Um, that's kind of hard. Uh, probably like in this time right now, or just like a regular time. Um, how about both? How about what would your overall message be, and what would be your message right now? Overall, I would just be like, stay safe. Uh, hold everybody accountable to what you do. Make sure everybody's on the right track. Don't let, don't let anybody get off track and just hope everybody be the best they can be. And during this time, I would probably say stay inside so the country can get back to normal and operate normally how it usually does. Fair enough. So stay inside, stay safe, stay well, and hold everyone accountable and make sure everybody can be the best that they can be. Kendall, I, I really honestly, uh, it's funny how we live in a world right now where you know you want to see people be 
be well, be healthy, be good. And I think that you and I both know that this this country had issues way before coronavirus and it needs to change and it needs to get better. And, you know, so I, I want to kind of finish everything with, uh, you know, with you being a young African-American man. How do you see the country? How are you treated? How do you feel? And how can how can the world get better from your point of view? Because I think it's important to not forget that people have been struggling and fighting for equality way before the world kind of just stopped in a way. So what can you say about your experience and, and what you want to see get better? Um, from my experience, the standpoint, it's not, I'm not really affected by it, I don't think. Maybe I'm just kind of like oblivious to it. But I feel like we can always get better and like, everybody's not always going to be equal because people are always going to have their own opinion or stuff like that and their own viewpoint. So even though you say, like, there should be equality and justice for everybody, it's not going to ever happen because people are, um, are going to stick to what they believe and how they were brought up. So I don't feel like it's something we could totally fix, but it's something we could work towards, maybe uh, decreasing in the future. Yeah, coming from Kendall Long here this morning, and my hope is that people can get better and that they will. And, and like you said, you're very honest, very open. You know, people stick to what they believe, what they grew up on, but hopefully over time we can make it better. So that coming from 2021 college football recruit hailing from South Carolina, Kendall Long. Kendall, it has been my pleasure to have you on the show this morning. I appreciate it very much. And just like many recruits, I don't know what it is about the state of South Carolina, but all of you have made me hungry this week because you talked to me about food in the middle of my show. But uh, beyond that, it's uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And if you'd like to come back, I'd love to have you back on and uh, and follow up and see how you're doing. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, take care. Be good and stay safe, okay? You too. All right. Take care.